You're listening to The Lucid Entrepreneur. My name is Rene Bos and I'm your podcast host. In full disclosure, I'm here to share with you through this podcast what's going on behind the scenes and behind the curtains of a Dutch entrepreneur living in Bali, trying to live a life with meaning and purpose. I'll be sharing with you the good, the bad and the ugly, all for your own learning and inspiration. Enjoy listening and please subscribe to receive my weekly new episodes. Hey, 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 I am back in Bali and it's Sunday, it's uh, 10.30pm. I was actually on my way to read a little bit in bed and then go to sleep, but then I'm like, oh shit, it's Sunday. I made a commitment to recording a podcast, so yeah, I'm happy that I remembered and um, yeah, didn't really prepare prepare anything but I did <laughs> I did go through a lot in this last week since last time that I spoke with you yeah so I am back in Bali but before leaving I yeah of course had to say goodbye to my time in the Netherlands I've been there for about a month and I had to say goodbye to my parents and I had to say goodbye to my uncle and my sister and yeah, I I feel, guys, like in the, in the past three years, I have started to become so much closer with my parents in a way that I never thought was possible. And yeah, this is really special. This is really, really special because I really thought that was never going to happen again. Um, I also think, yeah, my desire to be in the Netherlands has been growing. My therapy work has been helping. And yeah, my mother getting sick has also helped with me getting closer to her. So we actually had a really beautiful moment when I left and yeah, I see such a huge difference when it comes to communicating with my mom four years ago and now. And yeah, let let me give you an example. Like in the past, if I would go and visit them, I would be there for like three, four hours and then I would go do my own thing again, right? So the moment I would say like, okay, I'm gonna head out again. And my mom would be like, are you leaving already? Why are you always leaving? Why don't you ever stay? And I've been there for four hours, you know? And for me, that's like, okay, I'm gonna do my own thing again. So there was always this negative load around me going to them and then always leaving too early. Even if I would stay a whole day, it's like, are you already leaving? So, um, yeah, I never felt really uh, excited about going because I knew it was never going to be enough. And now, as I'm there, she's like, hey, I I really don't want you to go because I will really miss you. And I wish you could stay longer. And I really don't like it that you live in Bali because I miss you so much. Right. So it's, it's so different. It's so, so different. Now she shares her emotions instead of it, her blaming something on me like, oh, you're doing this to me. You don't love me. And. So I'm really, really happy that that shifted. And um, yeah, that also makes me more excited to come back to her and to my dad, of course. But it's mostly my mom that uh, hates it that I am here in um, in Bali and that I'm not living in the Netherlands anymore. Yeah, and I've also been thinking, like, do I want to live in the Netherlands anymore? But as of right now, I would see myself living there like four months per year. A little bit less than half of the year and then the rest of the year I want to be somewhere warm. And as you know, I have a super amazing, magical new girlfriend, partner. And 
Yeah, and she she's basically based in uh, Brazil. She's coming to me in about 10 days, I think. Amazing, thankfully, because it's been a long while since we've seen each other. We've been we've been seeing each other more not than uh, how do you say it? like we've we've been spending more time apart than we've been spending together and that's something that we really want to change. So the next three months when she's gonna be here, we can just live together and be together and I'm actually really, 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 really excited about that. So yeah. So that's been happening as well. And uh, yeah, so I, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, I could see myself live between Brazil and Netherlands into the future. But for now, Bali, I'm finishing up my real estate properties. And that brings me to the next topic. When I, oh, when I landed in Bali last Thursday, three days ago, First of all, the flight was so long, guys. Usually I'm, I'm pretty good and it was still pretty good, but uh, I didn't have so much personal space. The guy next to me was like sitting way too, um, yeah, too wide. He was like leaning with his arm over the armrest and I'm like, come on, guy, <laughs> come on, dude, give me some space. So sometimes I had to like passive aggressively drill my elbow into his arm and then he would move, but... Yeah, I got really frustrated for a bit and then um, actually drank two glasses of wine and I'm like, wow, I'm so, I'm such a, <laughs> I'm such a conscious man. I'm sitting here being passive aggressive. What am I doing? So I had two glasses of wine and then I ended up having a conversation with him and it's a really, really cool guy. He's from Colombia and he's actually flying for about, what did he tell me? 42 hours because he couldn't get a visa for the US. So he had to fly through Europe from Colombia and then back onwards to um, Singapore, like me, Denpasar, like me, and then he had still had six hours to Sydney. So I'm like, wow, okay, and I'm complaining about a 15, 16 hour flight. So yeah, that was actually a pretty funny experience. And um, yeah, it shows me a bit, here, here's the vulnerable mode again. Like it shows me also a little bit how in some situations I'm too afraid to, um, yeah, to state my boundaries and say like, hey, can you just give me my personal space? Can you just keep yourself on your side of the chair, of the armchair? But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm a Libra. For those of you that know a little bit about astrology, I always try to keep people happy around me. Uh, in the best case, everyone is happy around me and I will do my best to make that work, which also means that I can be a pleaser. So for me, it's a learning in this life to really say, hey, I don't like this or hey, stop doing that. So, um, yeah, so that was my flight. So I, um, and we also had a delay of two and a half hours. I ended up getting super late at the airport and then had to wait for an hour for my luggage. So instead of being back home at 9.30 p.m. and having a yummy dinner, I ended up getting home at like 12.30 a.m. And then I got home in my brand new built house. I've, I've lived here for a couple days, like a week, I think, before I left the Netherlands for Christmas which is now, uh, yeah, like two months ago, two, two, three months ago. Yeah, so actually I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to come back into my own new self-built house. And I got in and then I went to the kitchen and then I found out that there was no water. Like my, my staff didn't replenish the water and then there, it was really dirty and they didn't clean in the corners. There were spider rags everywhere. And I, you know, it might sound like I'm complaining and I guess I'm complaining a little bit, 
but it's my staff like I'm paying them to work on the, on daily shifts and then I expect them also to keep things clean right because if I start renting my house then it also needs to be clean so they did a really poor job and I was angry for a little bit but then I'm like yeah they still need to learn they need to be trained so yeah after that disappointment I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go to sleep before I get thirsty <laughs> and then I'll get some water tomorrow because for for you guys that have never been to Bali, you cannot drink from the tap here. So you really need to have water and bottles and make sure that you hydrate during the day with, yeah, with bottled water. So I'm like, okay, let's go to sleep. And then I went to my bedroom, put my suitcase down and I want to open up the door and I find out that the door is locked. And I'm looking, I can't see the key anywhere. And then I searched the whole house and my kitchen and my living room for keys and I, I couldn't find it. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? And it was 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m. And then my two guest rooms, they didn't have any sheets and no pillows. And I'm like, fuck, I can't even go to bed now. What is happening? So, yeah, I ended up messaging my, my cleaner, my gardeners, like, hey, guys, where did you leave the key of my bedroom? And they did a message. I waited for 10 minutes and then I decided to call one of them. Didn't pick up. And then one minute later, I got a message. Yes, the keys are in a glass jar under the counter in the kitchen. I'm like, oh God, thanks for telling me. So yeah, I was just very frustrated when I landed in Bali, getting back home, dirty house, no water, locked bedroom. So I felt very, very grumpy. And then I ended up not sleeping all night. So I, <laughs> yeah, I had a rough landing, guys, in Bali. But that's now a couple of days ago. I, um, yeah, my project here, the, the three houses that I'm building, one is like 90% done. And I'm working together with a developer, with a contractor. And he basically told me like, oh my God, Rene, yeah, when you come back to Bali, you just need to do some interior design, you know, just uh, install some lamps and put some things and some nice furniture, decoration stuff. So yeah, I went to the house and I did a check and yeah, there was a, a leaking and there was mold growing and uh, the hot water wasn't working in the bathroom and the sink and there were just a lot of things. The finishing was very, very bad. It was like unfinished stones, you know, so really badly painted and like, yeah, it was, I was not happy seeing that. And um, yeah, I've got my first guest checking in hopefully on Wednesday for a month. So I'm doing everything that I can right now to finish yeah, those last bits, you know, because it, it, you know, I really thought it was done and ready to go, but there's still some things to repair and to improve. So yeah, to hire some extra help to, um, to prep the place. And um, yeah, Tuesday I have a viewing and on Wednesday hopefully I have my first guest, which will be so incredible because there's still a lot of things to do in the other two houses as well. So with that income with the money that's coming there i can start improving the other two villas and then the next three months i'm just gonna do that over and over until both or all three of them are perfect and ready to go for renting because first of june i'm flying back with my partner to brazil so then i also want to rent out my house so i've got three months to basically upgrade fix and make all three of those houses super, super ready to go, beautifully interior, make some nice photos, and then um, on Airbnb. 
So I'm really excited about it, guys, because this is the moment that I've been waiting for. And this morning I woke up early, sadly, <laughs> on one hand, because I really wanted to sleep. And then I had my ceremony here. So in Bali, they have ceremonies for everything. It's pretty cute. They do ceremonies for when someone's born, when someone gets married, when someone passes away. And I guess in Europe, we do the same. We just don't call them ceremonies, right? We might have like a celebration. But yeah, they do ceremonies for almost everything and uh, also for the opening of my house. So I had about 30 people sitting in, um, in one of the houses that I built outside. And they were doing um, prayers and there was a priest and they were praying for abundance and for prosperity and for success with the building and with the houses. And I was also blessed as the owner of the, of the properties and it was really sweet. I, you should see some pictures. I wish... I think I can actually, I think I can record, if I do this on Spotify, I think I can do it with video, no? I'm gonna try that out next time, guys, because I actually, actually like it. Although I am sitting here like naked in my bed. I love that this is called the Lucid Entrepreneur. I can just say whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm naked, I'm not gonna record a video for you guys. That's more, that's private. That's for my partner to enjoy. Um, but yeah, so I had a really beautiful opening this morning of the properties. And uh, yeah, I really hope that everything is going to go smooth in the next couple of weeks. Finishing the second one that I want to rent out next. And then finishing my house with all the improvements and the finishing and the repairs. And then I think I should be good. I have faith. I, I feel like it's going to be incredible. So yeah, let me take one moment to <laughs> realign. I got really excited there about... Things that I feel like sharing with you right now. Yeah, maybe I want to share a little bit about, about my relationship. Um, because I'm super excited for my partner to come to me to Bali. She's flying all the way from Brazil, which is 30, 35 hours flight. Oh my God, it's so far. And um, yeah, it's, it's also been challenging, guys. Like when we're together, it's amazing. Like I feel I can really grow up with her for sure I can I can see that whole future with her and we have voiced this out to each other as well like yeah really seeing like I could see myself grow up with you and I could see myself have babies with you and marry you and and that's really amazing but being apart <laughs> this is the first time as well that I experienced this it's really difficult it's really challenging to be apart and to yeah just be on video calls and voice clips and yeah, I don't like it. And it's funny because when we met each other and we're like, we're not going to go into a long distance relationship. No, we're not. And then, yeah, I was in Bali for a month while she was in Brazil. And the time difference is 11 hours, which is horrible because the moment I wake up, she goes to sleep and the other way around. So we only had like, yeah, we only have like a couple minutes every day where we can be in touch. And uh, so that was one month. Then I went to the Netherlands for a week with Christmas. So we missed each other for literally like five or six weeks. And then we reconnected in Brazil and then I lived with her. We went, we lived in Bahia. I think I've shared in one of my past episodes. We were living at the beach in a super beautiful uh, Airbnb. And yeah, it's incredible. Like I, I love her so much. I love her so much with my whole heart. And now there's so much missing because then I went to the Netherlands to go support my mom, um, like uh, five weeks ago, I think. 
And then I stayed in the Netherlands for a month. Now I'm back in Bali and she's coming back next week, week and a half. So we've missed each other for another six weeks or something. So it's like, ugh, this is getting old. And we both think that. So I really hope that once we are here in Bali, we can stay for at least three months until June. And we can go back to Brazil together. And we can just really build a life together. Because it would be such a shame if this doesn't seem to work out because we are just living two completely separate lives, right? We, we can't be in the same place for extended time together. That's really going to be a problem. So let's see how things go, guys. Wish me luck. I'm really excited for her to arrive and she is as well. We just had a, had a call. Now I'm going to go to bed, which means that she's, you know, she's having her morning. Yeah, long distance relationships. I, it's not for me. Definitely not. So, and I know that she listens as well. So, hey, honey. <laughs> and she listens to some of my episodes. I don't know if she's listening to this one, but I can't wait for you to be here and let's make it work together. <laughs> yeah, what else, guys? Um, another big development I shared with you about my passion to launch a new program for people in third world countries. Specifically India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, that region, Egypt. And I don't even know if Egypt is a developing country. I guess it is, right? It's Africa. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know so much about this, guys. <laughs> anyway, for people outside of Europe and US, I think that... Uh, and Australia. Like, outside of those countries, I feel like it might be automatically a developing country. But I'm not sure. I should do my research. Um, but anyways, I... I yeah, I was about to launch a program. I hosted three masterclasses uh, offered to um, 120, 200, and then 300 people, right? Because my email list kept growing, which is incredible. So I've got so many leads in my email list now, which is really cool. I've never had so many in like four weeks time. So that's really cool. But yeah, to the masterclass, almost no one showed up. The first masterclass, maybe 15 people showed up. Second masterclass that I hosted, maybe also like 12, 13 people showed up or 17. And then my most recent masterclass last Saturday, yesterday, I had only five people show up. Yeah, seven with me and my, my assistant included. So I'm like, no, why is this happening? And I already decided, okay, if again, so little people show up, then maybe, yeah, maybe this is not the time or maybe I'm not meant to be doing this. So I'm not giving up yet, but I did decide to have a, a break uh, of a couple months because I realized that I'm doing so many things right now. I'm finishing three houses and building a business around that, right? Because you need staff, you need um, stock for sheets and consumables. And I need to set up systems for like the electricity, like that, uh, that my, my team that they top up the electricity on time and then yeah, I just really need to set up everything here, which is a full-time job. And then I've also I've got a full-time job with my um, IT project, you know. So I'm already having my own real estate business and my IT freelance business. And I also want to have a coaching business. And I, I just realized, Renee, you're pushing yourself too hard again. And that's one of my patterns that I just keep coming, keep creating new things, keep doing new things. And every time I tell myself, okay, Renee, just finish what you're doing 
and then you have space to create something new. And I decided to launch a whole new coaching program and host a masterclass three times and invite people and grow a list and ah. Yeah, so <laughs> when it comes to really launching a three month, a 12 week program for these people, I'm gonna push that back and I'm gonna start promoting and marketing that in July, which means that I'll have March, April, wait, January, February, March, April, May, June. Yes, so I have four months off. Four months off where I don't have to launch any programs. And oh my God, I get tears in my eyes. It's like, yes, Renee, you're doing it right. Yeah. What I am going to do and try, because it doesn't involve a long commitment, it doesn't involve a lot of time, is I want to start trying to sell some really small, minor offers to these people, like a $5 thing or a $10 thing and see how that goes. Because maybe they just need to warm up to me a bit. Maybe they need to see that what I teach is actually working. And then, you know, I'm not giving up, but I want to try a couple things, you know, and this might just take two hours or one hour and I can send an email. And yeah, so I feel good about that. Just launching some really small things. See if that works. If it doesn't, then I can just wait until June. But I want to keep them warm a bit, you know, the, the people that sign up for my list. I think it's good. Yeah, so I also had to tell my coach, like, hey, I really need a break. Um, I'm finishing three buildings, three, three houses. I put that on myself, I know. And I have my IT work. I really need a break. Can we pause our work? And um, yeah, thankfully, he messaged back that he's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's take care of that. That's fine. So I feel super supported right now, guys. And um, yeah, sometimes it, it feels so vulnerable for me. Like I'm, I'm really hitting my limits. And I think if I keep pushing like that, I'll, you know, I'll crash. And if I crash, I can do nothing. And if I don't do nothing, then I'm going to be in real big trouble because I don't, you know, that's the downside of being an entrepreneur and a freelancer, right? And I'm not at the point where I have created passive income enough that if I do nothing, that I also have no problem, right? So... Yeah, so I'm taking care of myself and I'm taking a little step back while I finish my first ever real estate project and my first ever real estate business. And, um, and that's good enough, you know, I'm happy that that's there. And that's going to be enough. That's going to be so much to live off. I'll be very, very f relaxed and I'll feel very free and a lot of freedom. So, so lots of things happening in Renee land, everyone. Um, uh, yeah, it's about, it's almost 11. I would love to go to bed. I've recorded for 20 minutes for you guys. I've, I've thrown out a lot of things. I'm just feeling into maybe one last part, if it comes, if there's something that wants to come through. Yeah, yeah. during my ceremony today, when I was sitting in my, in my the villa that I'm building, and then there's all the Balinese people, which are so sweet and so amazing. Yeah, I was sitting there and I'm like, wow, this is such a big deal. I'm like, I'm opening my, my first ever property. And I was there basically just sitting by myself with no friends, with no family around, and it made me feel really alone, even though I was surrounded with 30 people and they were basically there for me, because I built this on their land, and um, yeah, they came to celebrate me and the land, and then of course, 
that I'm leasing the land, so they they are earning a lot of money with me leasing the land. So they're happy, and they also of course want me to do great. So yeah, I felt really alone, and I, I remember this morning that I felt a bit sad, and like oh, I wish my partner was here to celebrate with me, and. I wish that my parents were here to celebrate with me so they can also experience the ceremony which was so sweet and so beautiful and I should have invited a couple of friends to join me. Yeah, I think I just, I, I keep forgetting guys what how big of a deal some of the things are that I'm doing including building this project here. And it's really when people remind me of the, yeah, of how proud I can be about my of my achievements. I think there's just not a there's no understanding or there's no realization that what I'm doing is is like good enough. There's always more to do. And I think I'm really hitting on a very vulnerable spot here at this moment. And it's not new for me, I know it, but I, I have this core belief that I'm not enough. Like I'm always doing more, I'm trying to be more, I'm trying to be more successful, have more money, do more things, be cooler, have better clothes, have, you know, like all these things that I always try to do. Because in essence what that means is I believe that I'm not good enough. And if you're not good enough, you need to com uh, compensate, right? So, yeah, I think one of my desires to have people there with me is to remind me of the fact that this is a big deal. And I think this morning by myself, I was sitting there, I'm like, wow. This is a big deal. Like, look at what I'm creating. You know, I'm sitting here in a brand new bedroom. And even though I didn't lift a brick, <laughs> I made it happen. You know, I made the commitment. I took the time to design it with, with my developer. I put all the money, the commitment to it. So, yeah, and I decided to take the risk to, to put like so much money into a, my first ever project and really go all in. And it's, it's working out. It's... I feel super, super, super grateful. It's still coming. I'm saying that. I feel grateful. And as I go through the next couple of days, when there's still a lot of things happening, I feel the gravity of like, wow, this is incredible. And maybe it's okay. I just need some reminders from people around me saying, Renee, you can be really proud of yourself, what you've done. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, that's just me, guys. That's just a part of me that I would love to love more. Like, Renee, you're doing enough. You're enough just by being yourself. And you don't need to do anything extra for people to love you. And people will love you just because who you are. Just because of who you are. So I feel like this is a beautiful ending of this podcast. So if you're listening, then I also want to tell you that you are good enough. And that you are loved and you are safe regardless of what you do. And if you need help or if you're missing some love from people, just tell them like, hey, I'm actually feeling really lonely or I'm, I need a hug or really asking for what you need. Because people, people are much nicer, I found out in my life, than I thought. If I ask someone to help me, they actually help me. And if I don't, then I don't get their help and I feel lonely. So it's also really about being proactive and taking action. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to wish you a beautiful rest of your day or evening, wherever you are. And I would love to see you uh, here at the next episode. I'm going to try to do a video one next time, okay? Let's see how that, uh, how that works, just as a tryout. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll see you on the next one.